So this is just another thing to keep in mind is that rejection happens to literally everybody, even the greatest people. And we all hear of these stories. I mean, that's literally the reason why I started The Real Real. I wanted to hear the real real. I wanted to hear not the highlight reel. Like, share with me the good, the bad, the ugly. Like, that's what I want to hear on this podcast. So rejection happens to literally everyone. No one becomes successful without rejection. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode. I love chatting with entrepreneurs, influencers, and other inspirational individuals, but you all love the solo episodes, and it's honestly been quite a while since my last one, and I would love to record more of them. I actually really enjoy solo episodes because I feel like I can connect with you a lot, and even though it is one-sided and I'm talking for 30 minutes, I still feel like it's a deeper connection, and I love your response and seeing the screenshots on your stories. So. If you guys do enjoy this episode, definitely screenshot it so I can see and like kind of have that conversation back with you. I love, love, love when you guys do that. And also, I would love to record more solo episodes for you. So if today's episode is going to be all about my fear of rejection and how I'm actually working to get over that. I recently mentioned this in a YouTube video. So if you don't watch my YouTube, shameless plug, but I did recently mention this in a YouTube video of mine. And a lot of you DM me saying that you guys had felt the exact same way and you resonated with this feeling. And while I love listening to people's stories on how they got to where they are, it could just be a little intimidating thinking that you're never going to make it to that level. You know, I love listening to how I built this or any other podcast like the Skinny Confidential and all of these where there's entrepreneurs going on sharing their story and how they got to being super, super successful. But Sometimes I feel like even while I'm listening to it, I still don't believe that that could be me. So it can be it can be really intimidating. And I used to feel imposter syndrome all the time. And I still do sometimes, I'm not going to lie. But I have been getting into a mindset that actually gives me confidence rather than holds me back. And I really want to talk about it. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to introduce a new segment. It's called Feels Over Reels. And this is where I get in my feels with you. Last week, I did a segment where I shared the highs and lows of the week. And while I do want to do that periodically, I also wanted to introduce a new segment called Feels Over Reels. So we're going to get in our feels today. I'm going to share a bit of gratitude or just a moment where I got in my feels could be big or small. And also, I would love to hear your feels over reels. So be sure to share this with us on the Instagram because I would love to share them. I would love to hear them. And again, I want this to be really interactive. But anyways, this week I visited my boyfriend in Boston and we've been long distance for almost three years now. And I was just so grateful that I have a flexible job and can easily come out for a week or two and stay with him. And I think that out of such an unpredictable year, I mean, 2020 was literally the most unpredictable year yet. I feel like I went through so many life changes along with the rest of the world. The one thing I was actually really grateful for and honestly enjoyed out of this year was spending so much time with him. So He's working remotely, so we have actually been spending a lot of extended periods of time together, and it does make long distance a little bit easier, I will say that. So beforehand, he was working in an office, and you know he could only take the weekends off, or he could only travel when he had PTO, and now with working remotely, he can kind of be anywhere, so it's been really, really nice, and you know, just being even able to work from home together has been 
so, so, so nice. And so anytime I'm visiting him, I always get in my feels. So <laughs> that's definitely going to be my feels over reels probably every time I'm here, just because we have been long distance for so long. So I always feel like it's like my high moment of gratitude since I don't have a relationship where they're so easily accessible. Like I will never understand the, hey, I'm, you know, want to get dinner? <laughs> like just go down the street and get dinner together. Like that's not something that we've ever done in our relationship. So it's always really nice spending time together. So that would be my feels of the week. And you guys love when he comes on this podcast or when he comes on my YouTube channel. So you guys have definitely listened to some episodes with him, but that is my moment of gratitude. And I'd love to hear yours. I'd love to hear if any of you are also in a long distance relationship and what that's like for you, because I know it's definitely something that we can relate to. I feel like anyone that's in a long distance relationship has like the same struggles, the same feelings. I feel like the moments of gratitude are the same. The highs are really high. So I completely understand and I completely get that. So I'd love to know what your feels over reels is this week and you can tell us on the Instagram. But I also wanted to thank the reviewer of the week. If you guys don't know, I love shouting out the reviewer of the week. And something you can do to help support the podcast is actually leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast, if you find it educational, informational, inspirational, all the ols, then <laughs> you definitely should leave us a review. That actually means a lot to me. And it's something that really does not go unnoticed. Like I literally read every single one. So definitely be sure to do that if you guys enjoy it. But this review of the week says, one of my favorite podcasts, more life talk, please with a ton of exclamation marks. So I'm listening and I'm giving you life talk. <laughs> I think this is the perfect solo episode for it. Perfect reviewer of the week for the solo episode. I'm giving you the life talk and we're talking about fear of rejection. So thank you for reviewing the podcast. Definitely screenshot it and send it to me if you guys do that. But let's get into the episode because I know that this, this episode is going to be really good. I feel like a lot of you are going to resonate with this, especially in the stage of life that I'm in. I feel like a lot of my listeners are on similar stages of life. So I'd love to know if this episode helped you out in any way. And I feel like it's kind of going to be like therapy for me because it's going to help me too. Like, I feel like I'm literally going through this at the same time that you guys are. As I was writing out this episode, I was just preaching to the choir. I was like, wait, this is something that I've like just recently started implementing, but man, is this good? Like I need to continue this. Or I'm like, okay, this is, this is some good advice. So not to toot my own horn, but this has been helping me out a ton. And I know it's going to help you, especially if any of you are similar to me and just are so scared of getting rejected because I've realized this year that that is probably my biggest fear. Like my biggest personal fear is probably that feeling of rejection. So let's get into the episode all about talking about the fear of rejection or at least getting over it. And when I say getting over I don't mean that I've already gone over it. Let's be clear. <laughs> let's, let's just be clear with that. But I'm in the process with you. And this is the mindset I'm now having every single day or at least trying to have every single day and kind of going into it with this mindset. And it's, it's honestly just a mindset shift, guys. Like I'm gonna give you a spoiler alert right here, but it is a mindset shift. You are dealing with the fear of rejection. So first, let me give you a bit of background. I'm someone who used to be incredibly insecure. I remember caring so much about what others thought about me in high school. I actually hid my YouTube channel from people in my high school the entire time. I started it when I was a sophomore and I never told anyone up until I graduated. So I hid it the entire time because I was so scared of people finding out and making fun of me or rejecting me and making me feel like I was an outcast. 
I actually remember a few people ended up finding out about my YouTube channel around my junior year and they would tease me for it. And whether it was, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily consider it bullying because it wasn't like they were trying to be malicious. But, you know, when you're in high school and like every little thing someone says kind of gets to you. So it was kind of like that where they would tease me for it. And I literally stopped making videos for almost a year, my senior year. I was so terrified about what these people thought and them rejecting me as part of their social circle that I completely stopped making videos, even though it was one of the things that brought me so much happiness when I did it. I thought it was easier to quit and just not feel that rejection than to do something I loved. And looking back to me, that's so sad, but it's in that moment, I just felt so scared of being rejected from these people that now I'm like not even friends with at all. But I was just like, oh my gosh, they think it's weird. They're making fun of me. I need to stop because then I'm going to get rejected. I'm not going to have friends. They're going to kick me out of their group or whatever I thought was going to happen. But it was literally easier at that moment, or at least felt like it, to quit and to not make videos anymore, even though it's something that I absolutely love doing. And keep in mind, back then, I, I need to give you context. Back then, I did not have a lot of subscribers. I think I was around 5,000 subscribers. I didn't even have a public Instagram at that point. I never did a single brand deal. I wasn't an established YouTuber by any means. And I think that's also why it impacted me so much because I wasn't even big or making money or anything. And I think because of that, I thought it was lame. You know, I thought I'm just a girl talking to my camera at home, like talking to not that many people. And then if others thought it was weird, then they were probably right. Because I feel like once you start making money or once you start, you know, being quote unquote successful with it, it's like, they're just haters. It's like, oh, well, like, whatever, I'm successful and you're just jealous. You know, you can kind of throw it as that. But I wasn't that. Like, I, I, I was really small at the time. I wasn't making money. I didn't have a lot of viewers. So it wasn't like, oh, well, they just are jealous. Like, it was just a, I was, what, 15, 16, 17, talking to my camera, doing my makeup on camera when I wasn't even good at makeup and sharing it with the world and on the internet. Like it, it was a little, it was a little weird back then, especially when an influencer wasn't even a thing. I literally remember vividly these guys that I knew watched a makeup tutorial of mine and they sent me Snapchat videos, like making fun of like the way I was doing like, oh, now I'm going to take my mascara. Or like, I remember them in, in school, literally like mocking my video on that. And it, I was just so embarrassed because I was like, they probably were like half the viewers, you know, like it wasn't like I was, an established YouTuber by any means. So I, I just thought like, okay, they're probably right. It probably is lame or whatever. And the thing is that whenever you do something different, people are always going to be against you for going against the grain. So whether it's starting a YouTube channel, starting a TikTok, an online shop, a business, literally whatever it is, there are going to be people that doubt you and they're going to say things or they may say things that will hurt and reject you or your ideas. I would love to know if there is someone out there that started something wild, you know, started a sort of crazy business, started any business, doesn't even have to be a crazy business, started something, went against the grain, started that YouTube channel or TikTok or whatever it was, and everyone around them accepted them and praised them throughout their entire journey, because I highly doubt it. I think every single successful person that we see has felt that rejection, has been made fun of, has been told by people in their life that it's never going to work or this is weird. Why are you doing it? I mean, just from interviewing my podcast guests, I've had a hundred guests on this podcast and every single one of them has a similar story like that. So 
just know that you're not alone if you're doing that. And there is literally no one, I think, that has done something slightly different. And everyone in their life just accepted it. Like I just, I don't, I don't think it's possible. I think it's actually impossible to do that. So by not caring what others think about you, it's going to be the very first step to overcoming that rejection. And although I may be more confident than I was in high school, which trust me is not hard because I was literally so insecure. I still find myself caring what others think. And I realized I started not caring so much about what others in my real life thought, but I started caring about what others thought about me online and what others think online about me, which is so backwards because you would think that it's at least a little bit better to like care about what people in your real life think than people that don't even know you on the internet. But I've just realized as I've gotten older, I've I've been more confident in my decisions and like with people in my life and with people that I know or meet in real life. But I'm still, I, I still worry about sometimes what other people think online. So I actually really struggled with that last year. I'm not going to lie. While we were all at home and all had all the time on the world on our phones, I realized that I started obsessing over what people said about me or to me online. So I started to worry about what people I didn't know who didn't even know me thought. Like saying that out loud sounds literally crazy, but it's true. And I think that fear of rejection always stems from, well, what are people going to think about me? And I think I really, really do think that's where a lot of that fear comes from is fear of what other people think and those people rejecting you. So if you're someone who's scared to put yourself out there because of that reason, just know it is very normal to feel that way, but it doesn't mean that it's valid. And what I mean by valid is it doesn't mean that that's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people think poorly about you. So like, you're right. You're actually going to be a failure. That's not what it means. So it's, it's very normal feeling to feel that way. And your feelings are validated, but they're not true. Does that make sense? And so that's why I always want to get that across. Like, it is normal to be scared but it does not mean that it's right to be scared of that or to care about what people think. Once you start realizing that other people's opinions do not matter, your life will begin to change. I promise you, you will finally stop living for other people. I mean, if I allowed other people's opinions to dictate my life, also I could avoid that feeling of rejection, I would be living a whole different life from now. I would not have the career I have today. I would not be living in the place I am now. I would definitely not have started Rella. So even though I had those feelings and truthfully still may have those feelings today at times, I'm so thankful that I never let them control my life or else I would be looking back at my life with regret. And I'm very, very, very grateful that I don't look back at my life and have this regret or like have a lot of feelings of regret. So just know that like, it's okay to have those feelings. I'm not saying not to have those feelings because I think you would be superhuman if you just never, ever, ever, ever thought about what people thought about you, but you can't let those feelings control you. Does that make sense? So do not let them dictate your life or you are literally living for other people, like no way around it. Another thing that I believe helps with overcoming the fear of rejection is to stop talking badly about yourself. We are our harshest critics and it's so acceptable for us to say mean and rude things to ourselves, things that we would never say to others. And while we all have heard that saying, if you're not going to say it to others, don't say it to yourself, which by the way is a very, very good saying and something to actually live off of. But not where I'm going with this. (laughs) We are our harshest critics, obviously. And if we do get rejected or we get turned down, it's really easy to think, oh, I knew I would never get that. Or it's because I'm not good enough. Those thoughts, you know, whereas with others, we most likely wouldn't say those things. Like I would never tell my best friend. I would never be like, oh, well, you know, it's probably your fault that you didn't get that job. It's probably your fault. You know, you probably had like a horrible interview and 
you know when you you stuttered a ton like yeah that probably was the reason why you didn't get the job like no you would never say that but why do we say that to ourselves we're like oh my god that that technical difficulty that I had for five seconds in the beginning of my presentation is the reason why I didn't get something or the reason why I got rejected like that's that's not it and yet we believe it sometimes when we say it to ourselves whereas like with others we would literally never say those things and whenever you're talking to your friend for example and you're giving her advice and you're you know, trying to hype her up. I feel like we realize and we truly believe in that moment, like with others, that there are external factors besides them. You know, it's like, oh, you didn't get it, not because you were bad, but because, you know, maybe they were just looking for someone with with X, Y, and Z skills. You know, it's like it's external factors. To share an example of this, Rella was recently rejected from drumroll, please. Every accelerator we applied to (laughs) so far, so far, we haven't heard back from everyone, but the ones that we've heard back from have been rejections. We made it to the top 10 for Andrew's accelerator, which he knew was the NC State one. And we ended up actually making six out of 10. We had a call with one of the directors of it and he was really honest with us and kind of told us our standing there and like what people were thinking and the reason why we didn't make it. And it was really constructive and helpful. And They only had five spots and we didn't make the cut. We ended up being number six. It'd be easy to look back on our pitch and think back to everything wrong that we said or did or to look back and think, oh, well, this this would have been better if we did this, whatever it is. But looking back, honestly, I'm actually very proud of us. This is only a few months into a startup. And the fact that we had even applied, I think, says something. The accelerators that we had applied to have between a three to 10 percent acceptance rate which is just another thing to keep in mind, another note. So if you're taking notes, this is like a, like a 2A or a 3A, whatever, whatever number we're on. But <laughs> another note is that rejection happens to everyone, even to the best of them. We've all heard the story of like Michael Jordan make his basketball team in middle school or whatever. And in my world of the business world, I guess, the way I think of it is there are so many startups that applied to these accelerators that didn't make it. And that doesn't mean that they weren't successful, you know? So this just another thing to keep in mind is that rejection happens to literally everybody, even the greatest people. And we all hear of these stories. I mean, that's literally the reason why I started The Real Real. I wanted to hear the real real. I wanted to hear not the highlight reel. Like, share with me the good, the bad, the ugly. Like, that's what I want to hear on this podcast. So rejection happens to literally everyone. No one becomes successful without rejection. I don't believe that we didn't get in because our idea is going to fail or because we suck as a team. I don't think that's that at all. I think there are so many other factors, but we can continue to try again and improve. And I think that's something like that's the mindset shift that we kind of went through is like that feeling of like being constructive and like, okay, well, we can improve from this. We can learn from this. It's not, oh, we suck. You know, it wasn't that self-doubt that we felt. And just keep in mind when I say that it's like, oh, it's, it's not your fault if you get rejected. I'm not saying to never take any constructive criticism or anything like that. I actually think it's, you should learn from rejection. I think that's one of the beautiful parts of rejection. I'm saying literally the opposite. (laughs) Self-doubt and self-hate though, are neither of those two things. They are not constructive and you don't learn from them. So you can still be confident and improve. And that doesn't mean that, you know, oh, because you're not talking badly about yourselves means that you think you're perfect. That's, That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just that when you're talking badly about yourself, you hate yourself. You're saying all of these this negative self-talk, you're not learning from that. And you're also not like growing from that at all. So it is not important. And if anything, it's going to hold you back. 
I personally choose to look at rejection as an opportunity for growth rather than failure. And probably the biggest thing that's helped me with overcoming this fear is the question, what's the worst that could happen? And seriously, I mean it. What is it? Like, actually say it, not just be like, oh, what's the worst that can happen and go along with your day? No, no, no. Actually think about the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> Lately, I have been so scared to reach out to anyone in a higher position of power than me or someone who I've looked up to or someone who honestly is like any slight importance because I'm so nervous to even speak to them. Like, I'm nervous that they're going to say yes and then reject me. I feel like there's no way that I should contact that person because one, they're so much better than me and it won't give me the time of day. Or worse, they respond. And what happens if I give them my pitch and they think it's terrible? Like, that is my biggest fear. I would rather not know than reach out. Doesn't that sound absolutely ridiculous? Because I'm aware that that sounds ridiculous. The worst that can happen in that scenario, let's think about this. The absolute worst thing that can happen in that scenario is that they reject my pitch and that I'm back to square one. They either don't respond and I'm back to square one, or they reject my pitch and I'm back to square one. So how is that any worse than where I'm at now? Now think of the other side of that. What's the best thing that can happen? Whenever people tell people to think of the worst that they can happen, they really do a huge disservice by not asking what's the best that can happen. Because I think when we frame it as like, what's the worst that can happen? They don't respond or they don't, you know, whatever, you're at square one. It's like, okay, yeah. But like, I want you to think about what the best thing that can happen is right after that. So the best thing that can happen in my scenario, if I reach out to, let's say, a potential investor, is that they actually like my idea. Best case, Rella becomes successful. Best case, we meet another person who's interested in Rella through this one connection. Best case, they become a mentor. There are literally so many best case scenarios. I get so excited when I think about the best case that the worst case scenario starts to look like not doing anything. Like to me, once I start thinking of best case possibilities, I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The worst thing that could happen is that I don't reach out. Like that's actually worst case scenario. Trust me. I know that this is easier said than done. I am very well aware of that. So something I just began doing is reaching out to five people a day in order to spread the word about Rella. So whether I'm reaching out to potential investors or influencers or whoever it may be, asking them if they would use Rella or if we can have a chance to talk, I'm forcing myself to reach out. Like this is a challenge for me. I'm, I'm reaching out to five people a day, regardless of who they are. Like they don't have to be any level of importance, but my challenge to myself is to reach out to five people a day. So for you, if there's something that you're scared to do, like start a business or start a YouTube channel or literally anything, like whatever you're scared of, it could look like anything for anyone, challenge yourself. Do one thing a day that gets you closer to your goal than what you're doing now. I promise that you will start to realize that rejection isn't really the scariest thing anymore. Not doing something because you're scared is even worse and that should scare you even more. And even with all of this, rejection will still happen. So I'm not trying to say, do all of these things and you'll never get rejected. No, 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 no. It's inevitable. You'll still feel rejected and be rejected every once in a while. Probably, honestly, more often than not, if I'm being serious. Especially if you're like me and starting a business. I know, like, I'm going to get like 99 no's and one yes, if that. Maybe I'll get 199 no's and one yes. Maybe I'll get 999 no's and one yes. <laughs> you know, so like, I, I got to start getting used to this feeling. And truth be told, I am getting used to it, but I know it's just the beginning. So I hope that you overcome that fear and start whatever it is that you've been holding back. Obviously, I'm like giving you guys my own examples, 
but it's going to look like something different to you, but it's all the same in the end. I hope that you overcome the fear and start whatever it is that you've been holding back. Rejection isn't a reflection of you, but you can use it as a motivator. You can use it to grow or you can use it for redirection. There are always going to be moments when you are rejected either by a job, a group of friends, an investor, a college, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. I've actually watched a lot of TikToks and YouTube videos, and I've seen one of my friends here on YouTube, actually, and she's also on TikTok, Angelica. She actually was denied from her dream schools, and she actually ended up going to another school, and now she has like her dream internship. She's working at Google. She started this TikTok. You know, it's like she always says, she's like, rejection is redirection. Like, just because I, because I didn't get into the school that I actually wanted, I'm so much happier with my life now and like, look at where I am. So always just think of that. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. So I hope that this episode helped and inspired any of you. I was so inspired recording this episode and jotting down the notes for this episode. And I know that it's something that I wish I heard and I'm, I mean, I'm still, I'm still needing to hear this. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I am still fully working through this. This is not an overnight thing and the fear will probably never fully go away, but hopefully the fear never stops you from doing something. That's always the goal. Just never let it stop you from pursuing something. I mean, I feel like I get asked the question all the time. How do I start this? How do I start a business? How do I start a YouTube channel? And my number one advice is always just start, just do it. Nike slogan, got it right. Just do it. Like the number one thing you need to do is to start. And I think people are scared to start, you know, and I think that's what's holding people back. A lot of times it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't have the right camera. It's like, you don't need the camera. You just do it on your phone. You know, it's like, it's the little things, but we're scared that like, oh, like, let's say we started YouTube with the wrong camera that people are not going to watch us. And then they're going to reject us because we don't have the right setup, which is not true. You know? So you have to get over that fear. And I feel like it's always that fear that is holding you back from starting something. So if you're listening to this episode and you've been wanting to try something new, you've been wanting to start something, this is your sign to do it. Another thing is also that if you are scared to start something because of the fear of failure as well, and like being rejected because of your failure, just know that failure, like you learn so much from failure. I had an online store that I actually ended up shutting down. And it's because truth be told, one, I didn't enjoy it, but also it was not doing as well as I had thought. Like I wasn't losing money, but I wasn't even making money either. And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally thought I would be the next Revolve. And here I am having to shut down my store. And I was so scared of what other people thought or would think that I never even announced it. I literally just was like, closed store. Like that's it. Didn't want to announce it. And I still get questions asked to this day. Like what happened to your store? And that's what happened. So it's okay if you fail too. I feel like a lot of times people are scared of that, even just rejection and like that failure. And I can do a whole episode on failure as well. But I just think the number one thing is just to start no matter what you're scared of. The first step is always to start. So just do it. Just like Nike says, you got to just do it. So (laughs) I do hope that this episode helped. I hope that it inspired you. If you're listening and you're scared to do something, this is your sign. And if you don't do it after listening to this episode, you are ignoring the sign that you have to do it. I'd love to hear your experience with this, your experience with this fear of rejection. Let me know what you guys are afraid of. Let me know what you have been like holding back and not doing because of this fear. 
please, please, please message me, DM me. You can DM me on my Instagram account. I'd love to hear it. And I'd also love to do more solo episodes because this was so much fun. I love creating these. I feel like it's just, it's me and you chatting, even though it's just a one-sided combo. It's not going to be a one-sided combo once this episode airs because you guys will be able to message me and actually let me know what you guys think. So definitely let me know about that, what you have been kind of scared and holding, I guess, what you've been held up, what, what's been holding you back. That's the expression I'm trying to say. If you did enjoy this episode, please screenshot it and be sure to post it on your story so that I can see that you're listening and also give it five stars on Apple Podcasts because that means a lot to me. But anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, do all of that stuff, share, rate, whatever. But I will see you guys next Monday on another episode of The Real World. Bye.